Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to another edition of Dodgers Wrap 360. Oh, the Dodgers won their third in a row and going into the All-Star break on a good note. We'll talk all about it tonight on Dodgers Wrap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. Dodgers and their winning ways going into the break. You gotta love it. Alongside former Toluca Lake Little League Hunter Marks, I'm Mike Conley. This is another edition of Dodgers Rap 360, our weekly rudderless discussion of all things Dodgers. Hi, how you doing, Dodger Nation? Well, I'm trying not to get too excited about it because it's just the Padres, but three out of four <laughs> from any team. Not bad. Great way to good. head into the All-Star break. Great way. You know, and you know, I gotta, you gotta give it up to Kenta Maeda. You know, I mean, he's kind of like taking upon himself with Kershaw going down. That hey, I'm gonna step up and be the the ace that's needed by this team, and, and it's great to see. He had kind of his rockiest outing earlier in the week, Pro- probably his worst outing, definitely as a Dodger, and then probably his, fall best, his best. You know, today what? Uh, seven, seven, seven one. innings, thirteen Ks, two hitter, no walks, no walks, thirteen was, Ks and no walks. This was clearly his best adding as a Dodger. Going into the season was kind of a big question mark. We didn't know what we were getting with him, but going, he's got his eighth win now, so he's really kind of exceeding expectations. Yeah, you gotta love it. I mean, uh, and you know, po- quite possibly an All Star snub. I mean, he's got an ERA sub three, and you know, he's he's just been dealing. And I think. Uh, you know, getting the seven innings today, this was like his uh, first time going seven uh, since like back in April, I think. So yeah. it, was, it was good to uh, have the pen, you know, not have that tax. And they were able to just get in there, get seven strong, get Blant. And he didn't even throw 100 pitches and then get to Blanton and Kenley, uh, which is showing up as a good eight, nine punch uh, in the eighth inning and ninth inning. Blanton's Absolutely. emerged, you know. Uh you got to get excited. Uh, I mean, you know, going into the All Star break, you obviously want to be, uh, you know, in the in the on the winning side of things. So to win three in a row going into the break, albeit versus the Pods, nevertheless, still still a, a win good is thing. a win. We'll take a win it. is a win. We'll exactly. Take it. I mean, we got nineteen versus the Pods, right? I mean, hey, you <laughs> might we might as well win them. When you're six and a half behind the Giants, you'll take anything you can get. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, I mean, and six and a half ain't that bad, you know? I mean, for, for where we were like a month ago, it, it's, it's, uh, it's looking pretty good. Um, Bats are swinging. Guys are starting to hit. The big thing is we're coming off injuries. And guys are getting back into the lineup healthy. Now, the, the, the rotation is starting to take a little shape, which mm-hmm. is good. So yeah. once we get Kershaw back, we'll really know what we have. Yeah, and there was a lot of talk kind of early in the season about um, the, the Dodgers really having a lot of pitching depth in the starting staff. And then it just seemed like injury after injury befell them. And I think they've lost more games uh, to the DL, like guys being out, than any other team in the league. So, um there's that. So it is good that they are getting like back the the McCarthy's and the the Ryu's and you know maybe on the horizon maybe potentially a Brett Anderson. That would be you nice. Know? Yeah. So 
uh, you know, these are all guys that we lost along the way. Anderson, I think we, we lost him in uh, spring training, or uh, we yeah. lost him early in the year. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure his timetable for being being back. I don't know if he's out for the year or no. Or I'm not sure. I, I don't think he's out for the year. And I actually kind of heard for the first time a timetable thrown out there on Andre Ethia about him potentially being back in a month. And you know, with recent injuries to our outfield, you know that would. But I, I'm sure we'll have Jock back before him. So. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was good to see them uh, kind of right the ship because early in the week they dropped two out of three to a, to a great Baltimore team, uh, you know, but it was good to get the pods in town and, and, uh, and take three out of four from them. It's great that the, the bats are coming around, the veteran bats. It seemed like we relied a lot early in the season on youngsters that were, you know, bringing it, you know. But now it's like the vets are coming through. This team is too good not to hit. Right. So it's only a matter of time. And now that Gonzalez, he had a home run today for the first time in 25 games. Nice to see him get that swing back. That was crazy. Howie Kendrick's been hitting a little bit better, which is nice. A little, right in that last few weeks, he had a really good month. And Seager. I mean, my man Seager. Oh, sick. This guy's first year in the league as a like full-time player, but it's like he's the 20th league. He's 20th year in the league. This, this guy has a veteran approach to the game, and the players rave about him. Yep. Just a smart, smart ball player. The anchor of our defense. Yep. Anchor of the infield, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's great. His defense has been great, and his offense, I mean, speaks for itself. And just like, it's, it's kind of rare when somebody is highly touted as him, and we've been hearing about him now for the last couple of years as Dodger fans. And for have them... Uh, you know, um, him deliver, you yeah. know, fit the bill, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tip the, tip the cap to him because there was no really, you know, I mean, he, April, he hit 250 and only had two bombs, but since the calendar hit May, he has been absolutely on fire. He's on pace with 35 home runs this year. And you look at him and his frame still isn't filled out yet. So you wonder what kind of player he will be in the next couple of years. And like, is he a potential 40 home run person? Who knows? Yeah. Great. Can't wait to see. As long as it doesn't take away any of his uh, defense abilities, I'm all for it. Nice to have a home run hit in four. He is. He's kind of like the the NL's Cal Ripken. You know, he's like a second coming. But definitely uh, height wise. <laughs> yeah, height wise. Yeah. I mean, but even like what was Cal like six one and uh, Seager's like six four. He's a yeah, monster. Yeah, he's a, he's a big know? boy out there. He might be playing some third base before uh, his career has ended. But. He's great, and you know he's really been raking. Like I said, since the start of May, but it has been exciting to see. Like as far as the veterans, it seemed like the beginning of uh, middle of June. Like you know, uh, Turner was the first to get going. Yes, you know, and then then kind of he got going, and then, then Howie started. Then Howie started hitting yeah. a little bit, and then and then Agons went in, and he said, "Oh, I need these two days off in, in Pittsburgh." They give him the two <laughs> days off. Dude is like raking since you know hitting like over 400 uh since that day and like you say his first home run since june 11th uh today in the game and opposite field job too and one like it doesn't get out any shorter like it bounced (laughs) on top of the fence and whatever works i know hey we'll take it we'll take it but it was great to see him go oppo. You can see the guys having fun too, because I think May was a tough month for guys. Certainly April, they didn't get off, they didn't get out the gate as strongly as we hoped. But going, this is the perfect way going into the All Star break. Let's see the guys can regroup, and uh, we'll see how Friday when we first came back how we do. Yeah, and, and you know it's 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 good. You know they're they're playing pretty well right now. Like I say, three in a row, eight out of, when is it, eight of their last eleven. Yeah, and uh, you know so making the trek down to San Diego tonight, Corey Sega. And uh, 
Kenley. And Kirsch obviously got named to it, but, uh, you know, he won't go because he's hurt. But he did pitch out of the bullpen today, 20 pitches. Yeah, he started to resume some baseball activities, which is nice to see. Anytime, the sooner the better we get him back. Yeah. <laughs> the scarier it is for everyone else. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, th- this will be good to, uh, you know, it's happening at the right time of the year. So we can kind of see these other pitches and if they, who's going to step up and who isn't. So, because I mean, really, all these guys are pitching for a job because yeah. when Kirsch who comes back, it? exactly. Who wants So it, it's kind of a good thing, you know. Uh, to see and you know with the effort that McCarthy gave uh, you know his first time out and uh, you know did he go uh, did he pitch last night too yeah Saturday Uh, yeah fact check fact check (laughs) but you know he looked good his first time out and Casimir pitched last night. Oh, but Casimir. It was Casimir. Okay. Who's had an up and down season. Like some games, some games he looks brilliant, and then other games he looks lost. Yeah. But, you know, you're really another veteran, smart, crafty left handed pitcher. He'll find his way. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, ERA is a little higher than I would like right now, but again, it's first half of the season. Yeah, he seems like a kind of a Jekyll and Hyde guy. You know, sometimes, you know, he's got that fastball command and he looks like, you know, the, the stud pitcher he was when he made the All-Star game a couple years ago with Oakland. And then, you know, other times he just looks like the guy that was, you know, playing independent league baseball not too long ago. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully he can he can write the ship. But, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, man, to see Maeda come out with that effort today, 13 Ks and no walks, it's just... And, it, you know, it says a lot about the guy's metal coming off of, like, that bad start. And Dave Roberts said a little bit about it today in the postgame uh, of, like, you could see it in Kent's eyes today. He really wanted the ball and, you know, wanted to kind of right the ship for, uh, you know, having that. Like, And it seemed like he had the the fastball going, you know? He, his command was on, on point. His locating everything it was just like, he, he was in the groove. You could just see it. You could see he was grooving and just everything was clicking and the guys were really responding because we were hitting yeah. a lot of hits today. Yeah, that was nice to see. So, I mean, the the fastball command is, is really the key for Kenta because, like, once he doesn't have it, then he ends up going away from it and throwing his off-speed stuff too much and they end up sitting on it and that's when he gets hit around a little bit, so... Uh, it was good to see him get back to uh, working in that fastball, and hopefully that continues. And because obviously the Dodgers are going to need him going forward, especially over these next two to three weeks or however long it takes to we get Kirsch back. So it should be interesting. Oh, but we're going to be a better team for it once he does get back. So that's good. Uh, another guy adding some pitching depth, uh, making the return back is Hunjin Ryu. Ryu. Your boy. Yes. Great to have him back. A little rough outing, first game, but it's, it's something to work with. And we just want to see how far he'd go, which was not very long. I believe it was four in the third innings. Right. <laughs> Six runs. Not not the best effort, but he's coming off a pretty bad injury. So yeah. it's nice just to have him back there. And his velocity is a little down right now. It's about 80, 89 to 91. Right. We'd like to see him get a little higher there, but that'll come with time. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. He's too smart and too good. To not to not improve. His first two seasons were phenomenal for someone who just hadn't pitched in the majors before. So. Right, right, right. And yeah. that bat, that guy, that he can swing the bat. <laughs> what a sweet hitting pitcher! It's going to be some uh, <laughs> some some 
old school like uh like the Braves when they had Maddox and Glavin on those hitting contests and stuff. They'll have those uh between him and uh Kenta, I bet. You between know? him and Kershaw, it's like and flashbacks Kersh. to Venezuela Straight. when he loved hitting. It's right? just like I would bet the Dodger pitching can hit better than anyone else nationally pitching. Really? <laughs> I would put that out there. Okay. You heard it here first. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and uh Kirsch becomes the second Dodger to go to his sixth straight all star game, joining Fernando in that honor. And uh, that's about the only thing they have in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, well, and then uh, Sega becomes the youngest position player ever for the Dodgers to go to the All Star Game. So, congrats to him. And, yes, uh, that's Seager family. Yeah. What a athletes in that family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your take on the All Star Game? Do you like the fact that it counts for home field advantage? I don't. Yeah. Um, it's it's a fan show as it should be. Yeah. And I I do agree that it needs to have it needs to mean something, but not in determining home field advantage of the World Series. Yeah. No. Well, don't you think this was a change made, uh, you know, for the fans? They wanted the fans to see a more competitive game. And Does you know, it make it more competitive, though? Uh, kind of. I mean, you know, well, uh, the the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back with oh, just what prompted this was, was like... The tie. The tie. The tie. Like 10 yeah. years ago, is that about? About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe that's 10 years ago, oh isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the tie. So then they made it. And, you know, I think the games have been kind of, you know, I mean, guys are trying, it seems. They're yeah. trying. They're they don't trying. want it to turn into, like, the pageant that the NBA is. Everybody's no place playing defense and just throwing alley-oops to each other, you know. Or the NFL, which nobody watches that Pro Bowl. Right, right. So right. <laughs> that's what they, I mean, they, they want to try and stay away from that, but, you know. It's something. I think it's. I think they should continue to kind of think on it and maybe yeah. change it a little bit. But I don't have the answer yet. Right. So, now, I do like the changes they made in the home run derby uh, last year. That made it more exciting. I'm actually mildly looking forward to it uh, Monday night. The home run. Derby. How do you feel about Baumgarten not being able to? Not being able to participate in the home run derby. Do you think the, the Bochy's holding out the right move? Or? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely the right move. Yeah. If I was a Giants fan, then yeah. I would say, but, you know, sitting in this Dodgers seat, you know, you'd, you'd like to see Baumgartner go out there and maybe, you know, get I'd like a to see that. Hitching his giddy up, yeah. you know, from hitting a few home runs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, he's a little stiff or something, you know? And yeah, he, I can you see know, that. he drops a few. I don't know. You know, in the second half. I mean, to me, it's like it's a risk reward thing, and the risk is just the reward is much smaller than the risk. You know, Agreed. so uh, yeah. I mean, Bochi, I didn't think there was any way he would uh, no, allow they were his start pitching. That, no matter what he, <laughs> it was just something fun to talk about in the uh, the the dog days of summer. Mm-hmm. Shall we say? Shall we say? Oh, uh, yeah. So. You gotta like the way the Dodgers are playing now. Their vets are starting to hit. The young guys, Trace Thompson's kind of been up and down a little bit. He had that uh, tough bout on the road where he's in that 0 for 19 stretch, and then it seemed like he was breaking out of it a little bit. And then now it seems like he's in a little bit of a funk again. But I still like his talent level, and I, I like uh, Dave giving him the at bats to, to to work through this. Yeah, Trace has been a little up and down, which is to be expected for for someone in his first full season in the major leagues. Right. Uh, he certainly has the power. He certainly has the drive, and he plays great defense. So he's going to be fine. He's, he's got the jeans. He's got the jeans. He's got those Thompson jeans. He'll figure it out. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, it just comes down to at-bats and just really kind of just – it's a grind. As we all know, this season is a grind. So it is. Hopefully he'll turn around the second half and really start off hot. That will be interesting. Justin Turner is the one who's really been impressing me lately. Just really has turned it on now, and he's found his groove, and – 
And, you know, he's the type of guy we need in there, oh, in that God. middle lineup, oh, yeah. you know, and really, uh, in some ways, is kind of the straw that stirs the drink, you know, for us. Because, like, once he got going, like we said, it seemed to be contagious, you know. And now that – because up and down that that lineup, you see guys that, that are kind of like household names and that are guys that you thought were producing that weren't but now are, so – it's it'll good be to see. it'll be interesting to see uh, when Ethier comes back how he'll fit in this lineup and uh, what his role will be. I'm curious to see if, he'll, if, he'll, if Roberts will keep him keep him on the bench and kind of ease him into games or what the, what that will be. But uh, I'm glad to see him back in a Dodger uniform because I know there was a time there where we thought that might have been his name's always kind of on the trading block. Is he going to stay? Is he not going to stay? Right. Who's going to take on that contract? But now that he's on the final year of his contract. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Imagine if he comes back and rakes and is like kind of a, a mid-season addition. You know, you don't have to trade for a bat because you got one coming back. But and you know, you got to think he, he sees some time in left field. Um, you know, but you know, now since he came back from the DL, uh, Puig's starting to hit. You yeah. know, he's hitting about. I think something like 330 since he's come back from the DL. So that's impressive. And uh, if he can keep that up, seems like he's taking a lot more pitches. He's you seen know, them he's all taking better. some walks. Yeah. You know, it's good to see going the other way with some and not just trying to, you know, crush it every single time. So that's good to see. And definitely a guy that we're going to, uh, the Dodgers are going to need going forward. Uh, how about Yasmani Grandal this week announces his presence with authority? Five for five, three home runs. Yasmani, where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Man, I tell you, he, he uh, ugh. Hidden yeah. below the Mendoza line there, but uh, he, he certainly found his, his bat that night, and uh, hopefully he can take this one again to the second half and really start doing it, because his presence behind the plate is so key to this pitching staff. Like AJ, AJ Ellis is great, and he's the man for Kershaw, but Grandal is the guy to all the other pitchers, and we, we need him back here. We need him to hit. <laughs> exactly, and that really kind of was, uh, when you look, like you're saying, up and down the lineup, and we got, got kind of got hit as at every position, that, you know, up until this week was kind of a position and then you line up, you were looking like, oh, maybe they, we should be in the market for a Jonathan Lucroy or somebody like that if uh, if ke- the catcher position is going to be a black hole, you know, because it was, you know. And so now the other black hole was right field for a while. So now it looks like, you know, with Puig's emergence and Grandal getting it going now, he um, he's yeah. going to – he's – Hopefully he can get it going. And I think there's something, too, with it being against his former team, you know, <laughs> that just, you know, guys a get extra. a little bit little bit of extra motivation, you know. And, he sees uh, Matt Kemp out there. He's like, oh. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But, um, oh, man, yeah, he hit some bombs the other night. Um and it looked like he wasn't trying to do too much. He went center field, right field. He went all opposite fields, and like it was just nice to see him swing it. Right, and it seems like it's you know baseball. It's just a simple game. You know, when a guy's in a funk, and then he goes and like you know starts going with the pitch, shortening down his swing, and going the other way with some balls. You know, it obviously it shows that you know it works out. I mean, that's the thing to do, and that's how you get off the snide. He had two more hits today at the beginning of the homestand. He was hit, I think, 179, and now he's up to 212. So. Good. So that increased. I mean, we said, you know, we'd like Yasmani. Last week we were saying we'd like Yasmani to hit his weight, so he's getting there. 
you know? <laughs> slowly but surely. <laughs> as long as long as he can hit a bunch of bombs, we can we can deal with him hitting uh, 245, 250. But you know, he's a guy that this time last year was going to the All Star game. So, I mean, we we do expect uh, a little bit more out of him, and so hopefully this is kind of the the turning point for him in this season. So. How would you grade Dave Roberts' job in the first half of the season so far? I think he's done a very good job. Okay, I would say uh, B plus. Uh, yeah, a lot I mean, of injuries, a lot, lot of, of injuries to deal with, and a lot of like. I mean, just LA is a big market. You know, it isn't quite like playing in New York or Boston, one of those crazy East Coast, you know, cities that have baseball. I mean. The weather's so nice out here. People don't really follow baseball until it's uh, you know August, and if the Dodgers are doing well. But except for the people that watch this show, thank you, <laughs> thanks, gang. <laughs> Woo! But um, yeah, I mean, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Dave Roberts. Oh yeah, Dave Roberts. So B plus, I think. I mean, coming into the season, he was. I, I was thinking one of our weaknesses would be that bullpen and getting to. Uh, still kind of is. <laughs> it's still kind of, but you know, since May first, they got like the best bullpen ERA in the National League. It's pretty. It's in like the low twos, and he's really been uh, doing well. And it took a while. Like so many times, like guys want their roles defined. Okay, I'm the seventh inning guy. I'm the eighth inning guy, and they can get like their pre workout done or whatever. And I've never really been a big fan of that. And it seems like because the guys that were kind of earmarked for those 7th and 8th innings weren't performing he kind of had a you know rewrite the rewrite the yeah. script a little bit you know and you know kind of just put guys in until they performed to a level where he could trust them in that position so and through that you know a guy like Blanton has emerged and we spoke about it earlier about now the Dodgers are, are kind of looking like a lockdown Eight and nine, as opposed to just coming into the year or through the first month of the season, they were just basically a lockdown for the ninth inning. You know, having the All Star Kenley, but and when now, Kenley taking over as the career leader in Dodger saves, it takes me back to the old uh, Yankee Mariano years where you could only just play eight innings. Like, that'd yeah, be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Mariano, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, especially like when he was there and he was the setup man with the Yankees in like Wetland, and oh, it was like you know dirty. it was done. It was done after seven, and even like this year. The, the Yankees are like that. You can yeah. shut it down to six because they have Batances and Miller and, you know, uh, Andrew Miller. Chapman. What a season he's so, having. Yeah. I mean, he was good last year, you know, too. I mean, uh, as a Red Sox fan, we <laughs> traded him, so it was kind of tough. But we did get a water of Rodriguez. Hopefully he's going to right the ship and uh, be somebody here in the second half. But, oh, man. who Who would you say... First half MVP for the Dodgers. You, you can't say Seager. That's too easy. Okay. And like your first, your best pitcher Kershaw. for the first half, you can't say Kershaw. Okay. All right. Well, then. Chew on those, Chew. and we'll come back to those in about 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Uh, but the Futures game was today. I actually don't. I know Willie Calhoun and Jarrell Cotton were there uh, representing the Dodgers game. I think. The world team won, but I don't know how if any of those guys got in the game. That was good. I brought that up then. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so as far as Dave Roberts, you know, I thought he's been good with the bullpen, and I, I think that the one thing that, and this is kind of the 
the best trait of him as a manager is he's the same guy every day. Yeah. You know, and that's a very positive guy. He's in there and he's like, and he said before, he's like, he doesn't believe in having like big team meetings and stuff and dressing the team, but he has individual relationships with each player. And he talks to a guy individually on, you know, a daily basis. And I don't think there's a lot of managers that can really say they do that. And it's just part of him, you know, it sounds like, simple but just being a solid human being and like doing and like looking after these guys you know as a member of their family you know and not just as an employee so uh how do you feel about mr robert so far i'd give give him a solid a solid b yeah he um there's a big question mark him having never managed at any level coming into this year which is always kind of a concern for any any baseball fan let alone a dodger fan but that in in baseball we're looking at the the manager of the cardinals who Name is escaping me at the moment. He had Mike never, Matheny. Thank you, Mike Matheny. He had a manager before Girardi. Had a first time with the Yankees. So there is a history of people not having a management experience. Although I think Girardi was on the, was a bench coach, but who can come in and like kind of like direct a ship and do, direct it well. Yeah. And so he's he's done a fine job for, for the first half. Yeah. I think that um, he's finding his footing. He's figuring he's he's figuring it out as we are. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> which is interesting. Um, it's funny you like bring up those guys. Those guys, I think, were able to make the transition um, easier, like Matheny and Girardi, Girardi to managing because they were catches, you know, and like they're so like into the game. And when you look around the and league, they had Larusa and uh, Tori to follow, right? <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and so so that says a lot more about Dave Roberts too, because he was an outfielder. You know, they're not as like engaged to, in every pitch and know exactly what's going on and controlling everything as a catcher is. You know, so it, and when you look around the league, that kind of spells you know plays out. You know, like. I don't, you know, we could go through every team, you know, and like, but I bet close to 50% of the managers out there were former catchers. I mean, just in the NL West, you have uh, 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 Brenly. Yeah. Excuse me, not Brenly. Bruce Bochy. You know, Brenly, who used to be with the Arizona, he was a catcher as well. Girardi, who you mentioned, Matheny. uh, Tampa Bay's got Kevin Catch. He was a former catcher. You know, there's, 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 it's, it's interesting to see how, how many catches kind of go into that. And like, even going back to like Joe Torrey, somebody like that. So you, you do see a lot of catches. So it's, a, it's definitely a feather in uh, Dave Roberts' cap that as an outfielder, he's, he's turned into, you know, a good manager. You, you got him at a B. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I got him at a B plus. I was going to maybe give him an A minus, but that might be just because he's had the, uh, you know, biggest stolen base in postseason history. <laughs> but, you know, I might, I might bump him up a couple grades because of that. But... Uh, yeah. Red Sox fans. <laughs> Is this a Red Sox I, mean, <laughs> I do my best to fake it. <laughs> what do you think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm even, I had to try and lose my accent. Oh, there's one coming up because... Uh, what I wanted to get your take on uh, the youngin, uh, Carlos Arias. Yes. And, you know, he kind of came up and he looked good at times, you know, kind of inefficient. But definitely doesn't look overmatched. He definitely pitched he, on this level. He had a couple of rough outings, especially that first game, first couple games. But he looks like he belongs. And I don't know that many 19-year-old pitchers you can say that about. Yeah. Kerry Woods comes to mind. How long ago was that? So there's a couple of out there, but not very many. We know Doc getting in his history. Um, he, did, he finally got his first win and then got sent back down, yeah. which is fine. But when he comes back up, which I believe will be this some later this season, yeah. uh, he's going to be fine. Do you think, though, when they bring him back, they'll uh, bring him back? Because he's on a pretty strict innings limit. You think as they'll bring him be. back as a reliever? <laughs> 
Hard to say. Depends how they bring him back and what capacity. Is yeah. the starter going down? Is he? Are we in the playoffs? Do we need to shore up the bullpen? A little too early to say right now, but I could see him coming out of the pen. Yeah, because I mean, it's just like it's either okay, you know, if you're coming up, and it seems like he's maybe going to have like 30 innings left. It's like 30 to 40 innings, so it's like a case because. You know, the guy you mentioned just a little bit ago, Kerry Wood, that's a good cautionary tale. You know, you got to, because he's out of baseball like five years after throwing that 20, 20 strikeout game. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, it's, you got to take care of these guys when they're young. Yeah. What I like about Urias is his control, well, not, not his control pitching, but just like his poise on the mound. Yes. Like, he doesn't look overmatched, even when he is at times. Yeah. He has nice arsenal of pitches. Those about four pitches. Um, I'd like to see him hone in a little bit more on his fastball. Maybe rely on that a little bit more. It seems like when that's not going, he tries to go to his other pitches to get him out of trouble. Yeah. And that's when his control issues come into play. And those that walk count still a little too high right now. Yep. Strikeouts are high, which is which is nice. And but if we can get those walks down, strikeouts higher, maybe we can kind of figure out let the guys hit, you know, but like maybe sink it a little more. He'll figure it out, though. Yeah. He'll be fine. Hey, if I had his fastball, I'd definitely be using it. It's yeah, nice. <laughs> but, uh, and that yeah. hair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the um, He he looked a little th- tough his last uh, outing out. Uh, I think he went Monday uh, this week. And, you know, when looking back on it, at first, if you just look at the box score, you don't really see it. But if you watch the game, he kind of gets squeezed in that, you know. And um, the, the home plate umpire is a tough one. Mark... Carlson uh, really squeezed him, and it seemed like you know it was just you know there was one uh, pitch where it was like a walk, and it was like they showed it on the K zone, and like five of the seven pitches were in the strike zone or something. It was pretty crazy, but hey, you know you you, you look back, I watch like old footage because that that thing has really ruined the umpires having the uh, that oh, thing yeah. right beside. Yeah, and it's like I was watching. I, I saw some old Red Sox footage of like when Clemens struck out uh, twenty Mariners in '86, and because uh, it was like the 30 year anniversary earlier this year, and I was watching it, and um, it's amazing some of the strike calls he gets like six inches off the corner you know and it's like you're ringing him up and it's just like wow imagine how how poorly those would have looked on the uh amica pitch zone there would have been grievances filed with the union right after the game yeah right <laughs> definitely definitely oh boy so uh you get what about um so we've got sega so sega's gonna play a so lot you're, you're asking oh, sorry to interrupt but you asked yeah. me earlier about my the mvp please. of the season please i'm actually gonna go with trace thompson even though i know he's had an up and down season he's okay he's been he's wanting to been on the field <laughs> which is yeah not which you can't say that about too many dodgers so far um he he's playing great defense. But hitting aside, you know he's got the power. The average, the, the consistency will get there. Right. But he's a smart player. You can see he's at a high baseball IQ, and he seems to make the players around him better. Right. Which is you don't see that too often with the younger guys. Usually it's the other way around. Yeah. And I think it has to do with him being on the field and that consistency. So I think he would be like my other than Kershaw, other than Seager, he would be my my third MVP. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. It was shortly after I was asking you the question, I was like, "Wow, I I don't think I can come up with anybody." <laughs> you know, because I mean, if it isn't Seager, he's definitely been the most consistent, the guy to kind yeah. of carry him offensively. And like we say, all all the uh, the young guys were hitting good at the beginning of the year, and then they've kind of dipped down a little bit and. Which is usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then and then, the, but the vets are coming on. I don't know who I'd have to go with. Yeah, I, I think can I, we? <laughs> I, I think I I maybe go uh, Chase Utley. 
Oh, yeah. Because I, that was a, a question mark coming into the year, I think, a leadoff hitter. I didn't think he was even going to play. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, like a, a last utility guy. Sign. Yeah, absolutely. And He's been great. He really has been batting leadoff. Yeah, the, and th- that's the one thing that... Well, one of the many things I thought was missing from this Dodger team, you know, coming into the season was really a true leadoff hitter. But he kind of alleviated those current concerns right from opening day. It's done real good. Uh, it was good to see uh, him get a day off today. Kendrick was at second, you know, so this kind of elongates his break a little bit because the dude is 37, 38 years old. So, you know, you can't expect him to be able to win too. Guy's, guy's got Hollywood hair. It's about, about time he's in L.A. You know, all those times in Philly, wasting it. You know, terrible years. Oh, terrible. Oh, oh. Terrible player. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they mentioned today on the uh, telecast uh, going forward. I believe they said it was going to be uh, Norris, McCarthy, Maeda, and then Casimir. And then, who else? Some somebody I'm missing. Hmm. Uh, Rio. Rio. Okay, Rio. yeah, Rio. Rio. <laughs> so that's that's going to be the look uh, starting out at the second half. We have the All Star break. The All Star break, you know, ever since I think last year, the year before, is now four days. So that'll be nice. So they won't be back in action till Friday. They used to start back on Thursday. So and they'll have head out right on the road. Start a nine game trip. Uh, they'll be going first stop Arizona. So that'll be the the uh, series next week. When does Greinke um, come back? Do we know That's this? a great question. Yes. That's a great question. I think he's on the 15-day DL, so he'll probably be back sometime next week or so. It would be nice to see a, a Kirsch, oh, yeah. uh, you know, Greinke duel before the end of the season. That would be a battle because those guys are gamers, and yeah. they would get hyped for that. That would be nice in September for, a, you know, a pivotal Wild kind of, I mean, they're only how, how many? Did you say they're back of the, the Giants? Six and a half. Six and a half. And the six, the 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 Giants. Even though uh, I think they got the best record in baseball right now, them and the oh. Nationals, I think are tied. But that's just because the Cubs are floundering right now. Um, but I mean, that's to be thought. Everybody was thinking the Cubs were the twenty-seven Yankees when they started off twenty-five and six, and now they you know dropped nine out of ten. They're coming back to I mean, they're going to be fine. They're going to be. I mean, it's a little bit ridiculous that they're sending their whole infield to the to the uh, yeah, right. to the All Star game. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous that that Corey Seager is uh, is not starting at shortstop. It's kind of ludicrous, but you know. Also, you know, are Russell starting? I don't think. I, oh, yeah, oh, because oh. You, you know what happens oh. with this. The the Cubs, the Cubs, all the fans were just in from day one. You know, because they knew the Cubs were going to have a good year this year, so they just stuffed the ballot box. It's like the same thing that happened in the AL last year with all the Royals right. making it. Yeah, yeah, you know, because the Royals were like fresh off of their first. World Series birth in like thirty years the year before, so everybody was excited. You know, and they. So I, I'm not a big fan of that. Just just stuffing the ballot box and getting the guys in. I think the guys that should have the, the best year. I, I wouldn't mind to see the players vote on the whole team. You know, I know that takes a little bit of it for the fans, but well, Seager was a player voted, which was nice to see that he's respected by his peers. Yeah, so. and that's got to mean a little bit more to a yeah, guy, right, think, than the fans. So. You know, somewhere Addison Russell's like, well, it was just the fans that liked me. My <laughs> peers didn't want me. In. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, you want to tell people your because uh, you know a lot of people are just listening; they're not talking. So we're not going to sign off just yet. But if you want to tell people your uh, Twitter 
And they can, uh, you know, say, hey. If I remembered my Twitter Hunter. account. Oh, <laughs> my Twitter. My Instagram. Help. What social media uh, you have? You guys can find me on Huntsman on Instagram. H-U-N-T-S-S-M-A-N. Give me a shout out. I'll reply back most likely. Unless you're mean, then don't write anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, give him some critiques. Let him know how he did on his first week uh, on the program here. And, uh, you know, throw us out some things to talk about on next week's episode. Uh, you know, we'll be hurting for things to talk about. There'll only be three games we can talk about the Arizona series because it is the, the All Star break. What will we talk about? <laughs> you know? I, I can't imagine. <sighs> We're going to talk about, uh, you know, Corey Seager going four for four in the All-Star game and, you know, winning it for the uh, NL side and yeah. getting home field advantage for once. Pete Rose style, throwing down home plate, but hopefully not injuring anyone's career. <laughs> Just jumping over the catcher oh, into home Pete, plate. That's, that's, that's when, uh, that, that's what uh, no, Ray Fossey they were trying to get back. Yes. <laughs> that's what they're trying to get back to. People like taking each other's head off in an exhibition game, so... Oh man, how about Baumgartner wanting to be in the uh, home run derby? But yeah, I, th- I think like you said earlier, Bochi, oh, yeah. Bochi holding oh, him yeah, off yeah, was yeah. the right move. But yeah, right. as a, from a fan, I would love to see that. Yeah, I would. I I would actually. It's intriguing. I I think he could hold his own. Like like, can we just have a maybe after the season? Just have a, a post, you know, where pitches do a home run derby. I'd like yeah. to see him in there. Kirsch, what other what, what pitches you know? would you like to see? Kirsch definitely. You know, maybe even Kenta. Uh, a couple Dodgers in there. Who else? Who else can handle the bat? Granky. Granky, definitely. He was one of our best hitters last year. <laughs> he was. That is sad. That guy could. That guy can rake it. Oh my god. That is sad. So we gotta um, get a win for the National League here in the All Star game, and then you gotta think going to Arizona. It is a road series, but it'd be nice to win that series and take two out of three, uh, and continue the winning rays of the Dodgers. To this point, right now they are 11 games over 500. That's the best they've been all season. They've hit that a couple times. 51 and 40. 51 and 40, exactly, exactly. And it's very much, although they're six games back of the Giants, you look at where that ranks up the last three years where they were uh, won the NL West and made it through the postseason. Uh, they were around this record. You know, even like three years ago, they were 500 at the break and then went on that remarkable second half run. And won won the NOS going away. What a year that was! Yeah. <laughs> Until we faced the Cardinals. That was that was the that was like Puiga mania, right? Oh, yeah. oh that was yes, it was very much so. What I been a Dodger fan my entire life, and I have never seen other than oh, I should say, other than the Manny Ramirez for that first season, right? Like what a Manny I can't Wood. Even put it into words. Oh, yeah, Manny. With the hair. Yeah, Jasmine Wick? <laughs> I did not. No, I didn't. But <laughs> I appreciated them. Yeah. So. You gotta, my man Hunter's got a No My Garcia Power jersey on. You gotta love that. You know, as a Boston guy. I oh, love it. Not. You know? <laughs> you know? I, I'm still convinced that the Red Sox drafted him just because of his name. And it was the reason, same reason the Celtics drafted Marcus Smart a few years ago. <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, anything else you want to uh, say before you, when you're on your. Just, I hope. Uh, show? Nice to nice to see the Dodger rotation coming together, guys coming off the DL, and hopefully we can really just go out, come out of the gate strong in the second half. Go Dodgers! That's it. That's it. I love it. I love it. All right, gang. Thanks for tuning in for another edition of a Dodgers Wrap Three Hundred and Sixty for Hunter Marks. Thanks, I'm guys. Mike Conley. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Go Dodgers! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.